Happy New Year from Sprott Money News at SprottMoney.com. It's January 2024, and it's time for some of your great monthly content from Sprott Money. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, joining us as usual for your precious metals projections, something Sprott Money puts out every month. Is Chris Vermeulen of the TechnicalTraders.com. Chris, good to see you, my friend. Hey, happy to year, Craig. Pleasure to be here. Hey, it's going to be a volatile year. And of course, this channel, whatever you're listening to this audio or watching this video, you want to subscribe so you can keep an eye on things. Sprout Money is going to put out stuff every month. These precious metals projections, Ask the Expert, monthly wrap-ups. You can go to the Sprout Money site for insights and articles from people like David Brady. Uh, please keep an eye on Sprout Money all through the year to stay ahead of the curve and stay ahead of where everything seems to be going in what will be a very volatile year. As the new year begins, I've got my glasses on because I want to tell you all about something Sprout Money is doing. I asked my friend Chris, Chris, have you ever held a 1,000 ounce silver bar before? I have, and I it is heavy. I had my daughter, I think she was maybe uh, 11 years old at the time, and she's trying to hold it up. <laughs> It is a heavy piece of metal. It's about 65 pounds or something like that. It is nuts. Right. You, a big, strong guy like you, you could like work out with it. You know, you could sit there and bench, put one in each hand, you know. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, if you ever wanted to own one, uh, here's a great way to buy one from Sprott Money. Uh, between now and the end of February, if you buy a 1,000 ounce silver bar, where the mint varies, of course, but you get yourself a 1,000 ounce silver bar. Sprott Money will give you three months of free storage. And then if you want, ship it to yourself and put it in your gym. Um, call Sprott Money to place your order for one of these 1,000-ounce bars. It's 888-861-0775. It's a great way to get in on silver and save on storage costs while protecting your precious metal investment. So don't miss out on this great deal. Remember, Sprott Money is the most trusted name in the business. So rest assured your investments are secure and here's a way to get three months of free, safe storage. All right, Chris, it's a new year. Uh, we ended the year very strong uh, in the precious metals, gold in particular, uh, new monthly, quarterly and annual highs. And we'll get there in a minute. Stock market finished pretty strong too. And I know everybody watching us probably has at least some exposure to the stock market. What do you see in the general equities markets here as 2024 gets rolling? Yeah, there's, there's a lot going on. As you mentioned, I think this year, 2024, is going to be an absolutely nutty, volatile year. And uh, there, there's, a, there's a lot we can touch on here, but um, let, let's just start off. Let's start off with the, the NASDAQ real quick here. If we look at the NASDAQ, uh, we have, whoops, let me just uh, screen this here. If we take a look at the NASDAQ, if I can get this chart to go full screen. The miracles of technology. Here we go. <laughs> Got it. Uh, yeah. So the, the NASDAQ here has poked up into nominal kind of all-time highs. If we go to the spike that we saw uh, just back here in 2022 and, and zoom in, we can see we broke those highs just temporarily. And then quickly we saw a bout of selling hit the market. And, and that's simply because a lot of money goes into the, the NASDAQ is more volatile it can wiggle and and has waves of emotional traders piling in, chasing things higher. So it has broken out, but then suddenly some sellers stepped right in. I like to really follow the SPY because to me, that is the overall gauge of the general market. And it hasn't really broken out just yet. It is in striking distance of hitting that level. Uh, we've had a, a little bout of selling here as well. 
but it's just showing us that money is, has really been flowing into the growth stocks. We have seen growth stocks just turn a corner and rip higher over the last uh, few months. And we can really see that when it comes down to, if we take a look at some of the leading sectors, for example, um, the ARCW ETF. I mean, it rallied up here over 30% to the upside and then has had a quick snapback, which is a little bit of a warning sign that the stock market is definitely getting a little exhausted. Um, one of the, the key leaders right now is, is the biotech. We're seeing in the biotech space, uh, it's got a beautiful chart pattern, just kind of stair-stepping its way up, pushing higher, and it's kind of definitely driven the market. And of course, technology, biotech, definitely heavy weights in the NASDAQ, helping to poke it to new all-time highs. But really, to me, it's the SP500 that when this breaks this level here this to a new all-time high, that to me is going to be kind of like the final straw that anybody who's betting on falling market pricing uh, with short positions, if it breaks to new all-time highs, there's going to be a huge short squeeze. Anybody who's short the market is going to have to get out uh, because it, the market is in a strong uptrend and it's having making new all-time highs. So it's going to create a wave of buying. There's also going to be just a whole new breed of uh, investors and traders who aren't, they've watched this rally and they haven't jumped in because they were bearish. They didn't expect last year to be such a strong year. That'll be the final straw for those people on the sidelines to say, oh, I can't take it anymore. I have FOMO. I have to get in and they will pile, pile in. So there's going to be potentially a very strong pop that could last a month or two and the stock market hits new all-time highs. That is, to me, is going to create that tipping point that really carries over into all kinds of other assets, including precious metals. And we're going to see headline news of stock markets back making new highs, bull market, everybody get long. And to me, that is going to be kind of like one of the final straws, actually. I think we're going to see probably some huge selling step in once that wave of all the shorts are out. All the rest of the investors who aren't in are going to be long, and that's how it typically works. People buy high, and then we go into a bear market, and they sell low. And, and so all that is going to play into this kind of full cycle, which if, if we look uh, at our kind of stage analysis here, we're in this stage three topping phase where the market is coming up and it's trying to poke to nominal new highs. We saw this exact same thing happen in 2008. The SP500 poked up for one month hit a new high and then slammed and got and sold about 50 plus percent. So we were in a very similar setup as to what happened back then. And we are seeing a lot of the scenario in this, this whole um, market condition where gold is holding up very well. We've seen that in the past where gold holds up really well near the end of the bull market. And we can, we can maybe touch on this later, but we're actually seeing utilities or not utilities, sorry, the um, industrial sector, which was like um, capital goods products, machinery, equipment, tools, all that stuff doing exceptionally well, leading the way higher. And I like to look at that sector kind of as almost it's a physical, you're buying physical assets for your company, just like gold is a physical asset. Both of these tend to do very well just before the stock market kind of goes off a cliff. So there's a lot of things coming together for potentially a big pop in stocks over the next month or two, probably followed by a massive reversal to catch everyone off guard. And then we're going to see a lot of things sell off. So, you know, as that happens, a lot of commodities and sectors and currencies are going to kind of go uh, AWOL and go all over the place. So, so as you said, I mean, this is going to be a very volatile, emotional year for uh, investors and traders. Yeah. 
Well, you know, and it's a U.S. election year as well. And you mm -hmm. mentioned 2008, another U.S. election year, where it seemed as if the Fed was just trying to hold things together as long as possible to get to the election. And yeah, that first quarter of 2008 was when gold got to $1,000 for the first time. Yeah. And, and the S&P put in those highs, like you said. So yeah, you know, I think there's going to be great value in talking to you every single month in these uh, in these precious metals projections, because we don't just talk precious metals. We got to keep track of everything. That's a great chart you have there. Yeah. So you and I touched on this, I think, last month, too. We we, we were talking about how the stock market has the seasonality wise, uh, how the market typically moves uh, year after year. And the general rule is we are here in January, which is a choppy, volatile month. Kind of the saying is, however, January closes is how the year goes, meaning if January closes positive for the SP 500, the stock market should have a positive year. If it closes negative, we generally have a negative year. Now, um, so that's kind of where we are right now. We're in a volatile January. It's going to be very interesting. But if we look at the price action on average, how the market rallies up from January, tops yep. out in kind of May, June, July, puts in that low in October, and then we go into this holiday rally, this is exactly what we saw on the in, in the stock market last year. <laughs> If we look, that's at, remarkable. Yeah, if we if we look at the year here, <laughs> we've got it rallies up, tops out kind of in July, bottoms out in October, and then we have that multi year rally up. And we we talked about this, I think, in our last uh, yeah, month ago, and everything's unfolded. Even gold seasonality has done the same uh, yeah. for what it typically does. So we're in we're definitely in a very unique market situation where uh, you know the market is moving the way it normally does. And um, right now we've got gold at resistance. We've got the stock market at major resistance. We've got sentiment at extreme levels. What's really interesting is if we actually take a look at the um, the SP 500 here and we look at this, this sentiment chart on the right, this is what I find really interesting. So I've got my own tools and indicators that allow me to see when people are panicking, when people are putting their money into defensive sectors or moving out of the stock market. And typically when we get red bars, is usually a standout low. If we're in, a, in an uptrend in a bullish phase, after people have finally kind of you know, bailed out at the last minute, we tend to see the market surge. And we just had that last week. First week of the, of the trading year was very bearish. We had a lot of panic in the market. And now the market is starting to put a rebound and we might be headed up to hit all-time highs in the SP 500, hit some more profit targets. We're long the indexes. Uh, we've been long the indexes from way back over here. And so there's a lot of opportunity. This is very exciting. And what's interesting is really over the past month, orange bars mean people are nervous. They're slowly starting to bet against the market. Red means everybody's sold their positions and they're fully positioned to profit from falling prices. And as you know, when everybody's positioned in one way, betting on lower pricing, the market typically goes the other way. So we've got a full month here of people being nervous, betting on lower pricing, and that to me is going to be that final push that's going to pop the SP 500 to new all-time highs. All these people are going to have to cover. And that is going to be, I think, a major turning point. When we look back a month or two from now, uh, we're going to be like, holy, look at the volume. Look at the volatility. The news is going to be super bullish about getting along the stock market, investor, you know, invest in the stock market. Um and that's just like what you see in everything else. Like when Bitcoin topped out initially, you know, all you hear is Bitcoin ads. Buy Bitcoin, use your credit card. That's what right. we're going to see here. And then I think we're going to see the stock markets have a huge, 
huge pullback. So the, the sentiment is very interesting. I find the sentiment is extremely powerful. It powers a lot of our trading, our decisions, and to, to understand what we should expect from the markets. Uh, so that's, you know, it's a very important thing to, to be able to gauge. And you can do this by looking at different sectors and, and commodities and um, kind of money flows with the New York Stock Exchange to, to get all this stuff. But all these things really add up to paint that whole picture, which mm -hmm. if we bleed over now into, into gold, and let's take a look at the monthly chart of gold. Um, you know, we've been kind of testing and trying to break above this high that we saw back in 2020. It pierced up through it on the futures chart, and it is just holding its ground up there. It is trying to eat through that resistance. And I feel as though we are in a very similar scenario to, you know, when we had the major bottom, the super cycle for, for gold start back in 2001. I feel as though that super cycle started on the, 29, uh, the 2019 breakout. And then we saw gold rally up back in time. It created a kind of a multi-year consolidation. And yeah. then it started to push higher and it rallied up for several months just as the stock market was putting in a top. Well, we've had that multi-year consolidation and, and we're starting to go up here. And, uh, and then, you know, this could last a few months. We could see a nice push in precious metals and miners, but then it could very easily sell off and pull back. Just as we saw it with, when the stock market crashes, in 2008, we saw gold pull back uh, about 34%. Silver pulled back about 60%. So, you know, we might see a pop and break in the precious metal space, which is big volatility, but it might be followed by another big sharp pullback to bring it back into this range. So, you know, everybody wants things to go higher. They're going to be really excited if this pops and breaks, but it's probably going to end up being back down at these, pri these pricing sometime later this year. And people will be pretty disappointed, but it's part of the process after this pop and drop, if we get it is going to be to me, the ultimate opportunity. One of the last opportunities in, in, a, in a decade or two for one of these big rallies, precious metals, when commodities go out of favor, they're out of favor for a bloody long time. And we know that we don't get these cycles very often. So, you know, waiting in a few more months and maybe a pullback. I mean, I still think this is a prime opportunity to be collecting physical metals. I actually put in a big order uh, yesterday to give out as gifts and to accumulate some myself um, because I do think it's going to go a whole lot higher. And um, I'm hoping I can buy more at a lower price down the road. Uh, but again, that's kind of the picture where we are. Silver is in the same boat. If we look at silver, it's uh, not performing quite as strong as gold. Gold is way up here. And that's simply because gold is that defensive global safe haven. It's slow. It's conservative. You can put more money in it uh, and not sweat bullets. In silver, it's volatile. You can lose 30 50% on some of these big pops and drops. That's not something somebody wants to do with retirement capital. But gold is something that people look at and be like, ah, it's big and slow and shiny. Uh, it goes to the upside over time. So gold has been holding up and becoming that kind of global play and moving up a lot more. But silver, if we look at silver compared to the 2000 um, market bottom, this was the consolidation that, that silver and gold had. And then we see the big rally up. Um, uh, actually, it was right over here. This was the, the big consolidation. And then it rallied up as that defensive play as we went into the stock market top. And then silver pulled back 60%. And then it started that huge, huge rally to the upside. So there's a lot of opportunity. 
this type of whipsaw action of like of a rally and a sharp pullback definitely needs to be navigated if you're a trader. But as a, a long-term investor, even when we do get the pullback, we just know we're like, you know, a few more bars closer to the next kind of rocket ship yeah. move up yeah. in precious metals. So it, it's really exciting to see this unfolding. I just know we still have probably months before we actually, and I hate to say it, but it might be like late this year or potentially the bottom in the precious metal space could be even, you know, maybe next year. Uh, it really depends. Remember, this is the monthly chart. So 12 bars is a year. And uh, years go by pretty darn quick now, I find. <laughs> <laughs> As you get older, you notice that, huh? Uh, yeah. That they do. And again, I, hey, look, history never completely repeats, right? We all know about the repeating and rhyming thing. Yeah. But there you could say, I mean, this is analogous to 2008 and that first quarter of 2008. I remember when gold got over a thousand for the first time and it was, wow, I can't believe it. And then the next thing you knew it was 700. Uh, I think it'll probably be very important uh, for stackers, investors, traders, as you said, to really keep your emotions in check this year. You, you, know, you, you mentioned the stock market traders, the retail crowd that buys high and sells low. Uh, it'll be very easy to do that in the precious metals this year too, because we'll all be excited. You know, if gold breaks out and goes to 2,500 or something like that, you know, there'll be uh, everybody talking about to the moon and all that kind of stuff. And if it then turns around and pulls back to 2000. Yeah. So the, I, I just think that uh, things like this are very valuable. Uh, this kind of content that Sprott Money puts out. And I know that uh, we plan to do this every month as we go through the year and things will change and uh, there'll be unexpected developments and volatility, you know, that, that we couldn't quite foresee coming. But I think you do a wonderful job, Chris. Tell everybody a little bit about uh, the technical traders and uh, what people will find when they come to your site. Yeah, sure. Well, they can go to the technicaltraders.com and, and pretty much every morning before the opening bell, I send out a short video, kind of like what you and I did. I cover the indexes, precious metals, bonds, um, currencies, oil, all that stuff, and and some of the uh, the leading sectors. And more or less, I, I focus just on trading ETFs and uh, whatever I trade, Whatever my strategies come up with, I share with um, with subscribers so they can just follow and copy my trades. And uh, it's a it's a good learning experience. You learn a lot. You learn the technicals. For example, um, this week we saw way in the past really two weeks we've seen a bunch of waves of short term panic selling and then waves of FOMO of everybody feeling like they're getting missed out. And we've got these little tools and indicators that show us this, and we see it coming the day before. It's it's pretty amazing, all these little things. And when it's not that we trade those, but it's it's all about having the proper mindset and expectations of knowing what's likely to happen. And so you're never really caught off guard. And, and yeah. that's what people really find amazing during 2022, the big sell-off, the average portfolio was down 24% or so. Um, you know, our accounts just kept on growing and people were like blown away. They're like, this is so crazy. Markets are in free fall. People are losing their shirts and panicking. And here we are just walking through it, expecting this, knowing how to handle it. And that's the nice thing about being a technical trader. That's what I focus on. We follow price. We don't pick a top or bottom. We we just wait for a strong trend and we move in using ETFs, which are nice and liquid and they're slower moving so we can move more capital. And so that's what I do at the technical traders. Well, and as we just discussed, it takes the emotion out of it. You know, and and I think that's going to be a very important thing to navigate through your way through 2024 because emotions will be high yeah. as they are in every presidential election here in the in the U.S. It kind of ripples around the world, 
And um, I, this is a, a no time like the present to uh, take a look at Chris's service and to stay on top of things here at, at uh, Sprott Money. Um, as we check out, one more thing from Sprott Money to begin the year. Uh, this is going to be something that you are going to want to check out. Uh, it is tax season again. All right, it's tax season, right? That's like the worst part about a new year. Um, do you do your own taxes, Chris? You have somebody do it for you? Oh, yeah. Somebody does it for me. Taxes are complex and uh, pain. Yeah, oh, butt. yeah. Me too. <laughs> and me too. Last thing you want to do is mess it up. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, it's time. I'll be down in my office. I'll be pulling and getting all my receipts, making all my spreadsheets and all that stuff. But that also means it's time to be looking at your IRA or your RRSP, depending on where you live. Uh, Sprott Money is offering Canadian clients portfolio diversification through utilizing your self-directed RRSP or maybe your TFSA and buy some precious metal investments. And you get those great tax benefits too. In the U.S., you can utilize your IRA and own precious metals within it as well. So to learn more, visit SprottMoney.com or of course, just pick up the phone and give them a call at 888-861-0775. Sprott Money, again, most trusted name in the business. And you can rest assured at all times your investments are secure and safe. And what a great way to save for retirement with physical precious metal. Again, Sprott Money can help you out. We'll talk about that more in the months ahead because we still got a couple months to get our, our stuff together regarding taxes, Chris. That's for sure. Um, my friend, it's going to be about a month to get the year started, no doubt about it. I look forward to talking to you again in February. Sounds great, Craig. Take care. And from all of us at Sprott Money News at SprottMoney.com, thanks for watching and keep an eye on this channel for more great content as we move through January.